0: A production of Word South, a content marketing company. Story Connect, the podcast helping communicators discover ideas to shape their stories and connect with their customers.
1: What does it take for an electric cooperative to jump into the broadband business? That's what we'll be talking about on this episode of Story Connect Podcast. My name is Andy Johns with WordSouth. I'll be your host once again. And I'm joined today by David Murphy, who is the VP of Marketing and Economic Development at Volunteer Energy Cooperative. So thanks for joining me, David. I'm glad to be here. We are here live at the TVPPA uh, Communications Conference in Chattanooga, Tennessee. So, uh, like we usually say here, any background noise is not background noise; it's ambiance. So, we're we're right here at the middle of uh, of a conference with a lot of a lot of good uh, utility communicators here today. Uh, wanted to talk about. Um, uh, I invited David to be on because I know they are are partnering with a telco in Bradley County, Tennessee, uh, Cleveland, Tennessee
0: area. Uh, to bring broadband to those folks. So David, tell us a little bit about that project. Uh, Volunteer Energy is an 82-year-old electric cooperative. We are one of the oldest in the state. Um, over the past five to 10 years, you know, there has been a strong push by our cooperative members uh, to bring broadband access to their homes because most of our uh, members live in rural Tennessee, and many do not have access to broadband, uh, no no connectivity whatsoever. Sure. And so over the past uh, three or four years, we've been looking strongly at uh, opportunities uh, to bring broadband access to our membership. And in our mind, one of the simplest ways of doing that was to find a a partner that we could uh, cooperatively provide the access with. Um, We looked uh, at uh, those who provide service in the Tennessee Valley in our our service territory, and uh, Twin Lakes Telephone Cooperative stood out in our minds. Uh, just because, one, they are a cooperative and share some of the uh, same principles that we as an electric cooperative have. Uh, but, two, we, we have an overlapping footprint, so they, they already serve many of our electric cooperative members in our northern part of our service territory. And so um, leadership at Volunteer Energy reached out to the leadership at uh, Twin Lakes, and we began a conversation about uh, how we could make this function. Uh, So about uh, two and a half, three years ago, we sat down with them for the first time and started to develop a plan how we might bring broadband access to our electric cooperative membership. Of course, in 2016, uh, the Tennessee State Legislature passed the Broadband Accessibility Act which authorized electric cooperatives to provide the broadband access, but we had already been working uh, toward that goal, uh, even before the um, legislation was uh, brought before the the legislature. And so once that uh, Accessibility Act was passed, uh, we we were already moving forward with our plan uh, to partner with Twin Lakes. And so what we're doing, uh, Volunteer Energy actually builds the fiber optic infrastructure, which is probably... Uh, our strength because we do have uh, about uh, 116,000 members uh, in parts or all of 17 counties, and uh, we we service 10,000 miles of electric line. And so maintenance of an infrastructure like that is our our strength. You you guys know a little bit about building a a network, sure. Yeah, we we do. Uh, And and the building part is only a small part of it because once it's uh, on the ground, then the maintenance of it is uh, our bigger part of the business. And so um, Twin Lakes, they're actually gonna provide the the service, the digital content. Uh, we're gonna maintain the infrastructure. They're gonna maintain the, the customer relationship. And so we, we began a, a pilot in Bradley County. It uh, it originates in our Hopewell substation. Uh, VEC actually has an intranetwork between our substations and offices of our own fiber optic uh, uh, network. And so we're using that substation as a point of origin to provide the commercial broadband and so we built out uh, a broadband a commercial broadband network in northern bradley it goes to bigsby creek road and rabbit valley road there's about 137 homes there that have access to the service it also goes over on par- parts of highway 60 georgetown road and old georgetown road as well as camelot subdivision uh, our third phase is extended into nopone road and, and van davis road And between those areas, there's been about another 479 homes given access. And so in total, we have about 616 homes currently that we're providing access to. And at this point, last time I checked at least, we had about 112 subscribers. Um, Last last year, we actually applied for a number of different grants, one from the state, uh, one from the Appalachian Regional Commission. We weren't uh, given any money through those, but we applied again this year. And fortunately, the Appalachian Regional Commission did approve one of our grants for a uh, total of a million dollars. Um, wow, great. Yeah, so we're going to be matching that with a million of our own. And using that two million total, we're going to provide access to the communities in Birchwood, Tennessee. It sits on the Megs and Hamilton County border. And that will be about another 731 homes that will be given access. So we're actually, we just signed the contract on that grant yesterday. And this is breaking news then here this
1: is this is very
0: fresh great yeah and so um, we will actually uh, begin construction on that hopefully within the next month to two months uh, we look to have the, uh, the infrastructure complete by the end of 2019 and also this week we've turned in applications to the state uh, the uh, economic and community development department uh, for four additional areas Um, we're optimistic that we'll get uh, financing for at least one of those and possibly two, Um, but we turned in grant applications for the 10-mile community in Meigs County, the Spring Creek community in McMinn County, uh, part of southern Roan County and part of southern Bradley County, and so we just submitted those, uh, got those uh, grant applications completed this week. Sure, so what have, what have the attitude been,
1: and, and I know from living right over here uh, in Hamilton County, next door to Bradley County, um, that there's there people have been clamoring for broadband uh, in Bradley County. What has the attitude been of folks uh, in the communities when you guys are starting to, to come in with, with service with, in, in the partnership?
0: It, it's been overwhelmingly positive. Um, those who have had slow internet access in the past, whether it was with dial-up or with maybe something like DSL, you know, they they refer to that as broadband but they're not getting the kind of speeds that we're offering our lowest level is 25 megabit per second our highest level is a gigabit per second Um, many of the subscribers that have signed on are taking that gigabit uh, per second service it may be a little overkill but they're so excited to have it they tell us we don't care if we need it or not we just want the best of the best excellent that's good that's good to hear yeah and so Uh, The the feedback that we've gotten so far from the subscribers who have come online has been overwhelmingly positive as well. Um, You know, there are some hiccups along the way. This is a new business for us, and so uh, we encounter, you know, some things that we've got to work on. But um, so far, Twin Lakes, that's where we're leaning on them. Uh, They've got a a strength of experience in in the customer relationship department when it comes to the the Internet and the the television and, and telephone services. And so they're they're able to come in when we have those types of issues, and they work quickly to resolve the issues. And and so far, you know, we've not really had any significant complaints, or, or at least that I'm aware of.
1: On the flip side of that, uh, your existing membership you had, um, you know, with Volunteer Energy, has there been have there been questions? Was there anything come up at the annual meeting? Have they understood and been supportive of of moving into to something like this? That kind of like you said, a different uh, venture for y'all.
0: Mm-hmm. They are very supportive, the only uh, I guess negative aspect is that everybody wants it and um, of course it is a costly endeavor and a time consuming endeavor and we can't get the service out to everyone on day number one. and it, it's a little bit to our dismay because we hear these stories from people every day about how they're impacted by the lack of service, and we we sympathize with them. We want to get that service to them as quickly as we can, but we our hands are tied to a certain degree. That's why we're applying for these grants. The more grant money we can get, the more quickly we can provide that service, and we are anxious to get that service out there. With 86,000 residential customers, probably the vast majority, I'd say at least 60 percent, not having internet access you know we really have a strong desire to get that out there and when people find out hey there's a pilot in bradley county and there's 616 homes that have gigabit internet access you can understand why there might be a little bit of jealousy there i don't blame them i would like to have it too i live just outside of that pilot service footprint And so, um, you know, every day I drive past those homes and think, you sorry, (laughs) you sorry dogs, you've got the service that I wish I had. Right,
1: sounds like you have a good spot for your next pilot program then, right? Right right in your backyard. Exactly. Uh, So, in terms of communication, because this conference is a communicating, or a conference for communicators, how, how are you guys dividing up the efforts in terms of marketing and
0: communications um, for these areas in the pilot program between you guys and Twin Lakes? Well, that's another advantage of this partnership with Twin Lakes because we have two marketing departments. And so Twin Lakes, the very first thing they did, they actually went out and purchased a mobile office. It's a trailer that you can set up. You can take it on site to where the service is being provided. You can hook up the service and let the community members come in and actually test drive the service. If they have questions or perhaps have never even, you know, accessed broadband Internet before, gives us an opportunity to instruct and to teach them about the service so that they can make an educated decision over if they want service, which level of service they need. Um, But the marketing department at Volunteer, we're also using uh, social networking. We've done some radio spots. Uh, We've put out some billboards. Uh, Twin Lakes does the same thing. We've uh, sent out a bunch of mailers. Uh, We've actually gone door to door and knocked on doors and and handed people uh, information face-to-face so that they could be aware that the service is there and try to educate them about uh, what level of service they might need.
1: So the end customer, when they're signing up, they they are signing up in their mind with Twin Lakes or with with Volunteer Energy or both. Or how how does the branding work? Well, the branding
0: is uh, Twin Lakes Broadband powered by VC Fiber. Um, And so on their bill, they're actually going to receive a bill from Twin Lakes, but they can call and talk to volunteer or they can call and talk to Twin Lakes about the service. And we're working hand-in-hand with them to get people subscribed as well as address any kind of service issues that may exist. We have a warm transfer line so that if someone calls volunteer and they want to subscribe, we can directly transfer them to Twin Lakes and it'll be seamless. It'll be as though they called directly into Twin Lakes. And then Twin Lakes will handle that subscription. Excellent. Well, I know that those are some of the questions
1: folks have whenever they talk about partnerships is who handles what and that kind of thing. So it sounds like you guys have have a lot of that ironed out. Is there any advice, and this is the last question I had for you, uh, is there any advice that you would have or give to somebody who maybe is in the same kind of boat, another uh, energy provider out there who's thinking, you know, maybe we should try broadband or maybe we should try a partnership to uh, to do this. Any advice or anything you guys have learned through this process to share with somebody else who might be in the same boat? Uh, My advice would
0: be, Utilize patience. (laughs) Um, It is a uh, a laborious process. Um, Ordering the material takes significant amounts of time. Getting the infrastructure in place takes significant amounts of time. Once people have subscribed, um, we have contract crews that go out to connect our subscribers, and typically they're getting somewhere between two to three subscribers a day. When we brought the third phase of our pilot online, it's been about, uh, what, six weeks ago, I guess. Uh, We had 54 people subscribe on the very first day. And so in order for us to get to their homes and get them connected, it is taking significant amounts of time just because the uh, subscribers, the number of subscribers was overwhelming. And so um, just expect... Uh, delays. Make sure that you communicate that with the people and let them know. Most people, once the service is available, they're, they're willing to be patient because they've never had anything before and they realize they're going to be getting the best of the best. Um, and so they will understand as long as you let them know that up front and they all seem to be okay with it. Um, but under, definitely understand. It is a long process. Uh, it takes time. Uh, but once it's online, then people, I mean, the, the feedback has just been positive and overwhelming. There's certainly worse
1: problems to have than a lot of pent-up demand. So it sounds like y'all are, y'all are working through it. Well, David, uh, thank you for, uh, for joining me on this episode. Like I said, he is David Murphy uh, with Volunteer Energy Cooperative. Thanks
0: for joining me. Uh, I'm glad to be here, and if any of you who are listening or in the VEC service area and you would like to have uh, broadband access, I would encourage you to log on to our um, fiber uh, website. That is www.vec-twinlakes.com. And what we're doing is we're utilizing that website to gauge interest and helps us to direct where we take the broadband next. So if you've not done that, be sure to do it. Make sure all your family and friends do it as well. And we'll go ahead and include the URL to that in the show notes for this. so You can click it
1: there as well. So I appreciate the time. Uh, my name is Andy Johns. Once again, your host for this episode. And until we talk again, keep telling your story.
0: You've been listening to Story Connect, the podcast, a production of Word South, a content marketing company.